0: Straight to your phone, free every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The worst person to have in charge of fixing a non working approach is the person who got you into the non working approach in the first place. And that person is usually you. JOLA.com. Free's exceptional. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative, that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why you should not try harder. Wait, what? What are you saying, Dre? Why you should not try harder? You got a show called Work On Your Game and you're telling us why you should not try harder. Yes, I am. And I'm going to explain to you why I'm telling you that in a minute. But First, let me tell everybody, I send out this daily motivation text, at least as of this recording. I send out a daily motivation text, but it might change to weekly. But either way, I will send out a motivational text on a consistent basis, whether it's daily, weekly or something like that. Straight to your phone, free of charge. All you got to do to get this text message, which you should be receiving if you are listening to the show is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894 to get that text completely for free straight to your phone as often as I'm sending it out, whatever frequency I decide to be sending it at. Now, let's get into the show. Why you should not try harder. Now, our culture in the United States, when I say our culture, I'm talking about United States work and professional and business culture is centered around this concept of, you know, anybody can make it from anywhere. It doesn't matter where you came from. doesn't matter your background, et cetera. As long as you work hard, you believe in yourself, you know, you're motivated, activated, et cetera. And in general, the message is true, right? This is why America is America because the opportunity for upward mobility is available to everyone. This is the land of opportunity. That's why everybody wants to come here. And once people get here, ain't nobody leaving. Even people who complain about it ain't leaving. Because the opportunity here is greater than the opportunity anywhere else in the world. Because if you just put your mind to it and you put your effort to it, you can make something out of nothing, literally, in the United States better than anywhere else in the world. And you have the right to it and it won't be taken from you. So this culture that has espoused these concepts of hard work and because of the hard work that we know can create success, you get a lot of people, including myself, who give you motivationally driven messages. That has conditioned people to believe that anytime things are not working in your favor, all you have to do to solve the problem is just work harder, try harder, believe harder, and that things will eventually work out. I'm here to tell you today that that is not the case, even though sometimes it may be the case. Sometimes when things are not working, it is because you are not giving enough effort. It is because your belief is not in the right place. It is because you are not trying hard enough sometimes, but many times that is absolutely not. The issue. And I would guess that for most of you who are listening to this show, because I know who my audience is and I know that you have to have a baseline of work ethic and you no know, understanding and mindset to even be listening to a show like this, to even have looked it up. Even if this is your first ever episode of the show or this is your 2000th episode of this show, there's a baseline of understanding that you have when it comes to work ethic and you no know, doing what you're supposed to do that led you here in the first place. OK, even if you're brand new to the show. I am going to go out on a limb, not really, but I'm going to say I'm going out on a limb and assuming this is probably not your problem, but I'm going to tell you what the problem actually is and why you should not try harder. That's what I'm going to address here today. Okay, so this is not the thing to do. Try harder when things are not working in your favor. I'm going to tell you what to do instead. So if that sounds like a good proposition to you, turn the volume up and wherever you are listening to this. And. Get something to take notes with because I'm going to say some things you're going to want to write down so that you remember them because by tomorrow, you're going to forget 98% of what I said. Let's get into it. Point number one, topic once again today is why you should not try harder. Number one, trying harder only produces more of what you're already getting. That's what trying harder does. If you really think about any time in your life when anything you were doing, I don't care if you were doing it, if it was working or it wasn't working. If you just put more effort into anything, regardless of the results you've been getting up to this point, if you try harder, you're just going to get more of the same results. Now, the question is, do you want more of the same result? If the answer is yes, okay, try harder. Or you'll get more of the same stuff. If the answer is no, then don't try harder. Do something different. You need a different approach. Understand that we're in a performance and results-based business. Right? This is something that you hear me say often. If you're new to the show, you will hear me say this often. If you are not getting the results that you want, do not work harder at something that is clearly not working. Is this a simple concept? Does everybody understand that? Something's not working. Don't put more effort into it. Remember what I told you about qualitative versus quantitative changes? And let me tell you what episode that was. I did it in back-to-back episodes. That was episodes number 2228 and 2229. If you don't see those in your podcast app and feed, wherever you're listening to this, then just go to workwhenyourgamepodcast.com. They are all listed there. But qualitative versus quantitative changes. When you're not getting the outcomes you want, you don't need more quantity. In other words, harder, better, more of what you're doing. You don't need a higher quantity of the same thing. What you need is a different quality of work and a completely different approach. This is the difference between a qualitative and a quantitative change. The challenge for many people is that they don't know how to make a qualitative change. So often what we do is we resort to what we understand, which is what? Quantitative change. What do we understand? Let me work harder. Let me try more. Let me get more motivated. Let me get more inspired. Let me get myself more activated. Let me wake up earlier. Let me stay at work a little bit later. Let me just put more effort and energy into it. Let me watch another hype up video on YouTube. And that's going to change everything. And does that actually work? No, it does not work. But the challenge is most of us, again, this is what we understand. And most people stick to doing things that they understand. So when people are presented with something that they don't quite understand that could actually help them, but they don't understand it. There's a small percentage of people, I say maybe three to seven percent of people, when they come across something that they don't quite understand that could help them, they will do the mental work that is required to figure out that thing so that they do understand it and they can apply it and maybe get the result. But the other ninety seven or ninety three to ninety seven percent of people do, you know what they do They just keep doing the thing that they understand because that's what they're comfortable with, because it's in their comfort zone. So, they keep doing what they're used to doing, even though it is already not working, and they keep not getting the result that they want. And then they just live the next 60 to 80 years of their lives like that, and then they die, and that's pretty much it. This is how it goes. Now, I'm making this sound rather trite, and you might think that I'm exaggerating, but look around. Look around in your life. Look at the people who are a generation or two older than you. Look at people who are in your age bracket and people who are not getting the results that they want right now in life, and ask yourself, Ask yourself if what I just said is accurate. Do you see people when they're not getting the results that they want, do they go look for a different quality of approach to their problems? Or do they just try harder? Or maybe not try harder. Maybe they just keep doing the same thing, even though they know it's not getting them what they want. This is a question I want to pose to the audience. What do you see actually happening? Because when I say it, I make it sound really simple and I make it sound like, damn, right? that's kind of harsh what you're saying. But again, check me if I'm wrong. If I ever say anything on the show that is factually incorrect, then you can check me on it. Now, what I'm talking about here is not really about a fact or not a fact. It's not a black and white thing like that. But I just want you to look at life through your own experience, your own lens, and ask yourself if this is accurate or not. Most people, when they're not getting the outcome they want, they do not go look for a different quality of approach. They don't look for a qualitative change. If anything, they look for a quantitative change. How can I do this harder, better, faster, more? The same thing that they're already doing that doesn't work. Or most people, actually, I was wrong, actually, what I said earlier. So let me amend it a little bit what most people actually do is nothing they just keep doing the same stuff even though they know it's not working and then they might complain about it a little bit how it's not getting them the outcome that they want but they keep doing it right how many people do you know complain about their job but they're not quitting <laughs> how many people do you know complain about the government but they're not doing anything different i mean they keep voting for the same party that they've been voting for how many people do you know complain about their neighborhood but they're not moving or they're not running for office they're not running for city council they're not going to head up the block committee so that they can fix the neighborhood up. They just complain about it, but they just keep living in the same situation they're complaining about. Versus how many people go and actually look to make a qualitative change in the areas in which they are unsatisfied with the status quo. If I got that wrong, and again, maybe you know some people who are exceptional who do actually go out and make qualitative changes. And of course, you are one of those people because this show is directed towards those type of individuals. I understand every day when I turn on this mic, I'm not talking to everybody. All right, I understand that. I'm not talking to everybody when I make this show. I don't expect to have 8 billion listeners to every episode of this show because it's not targeted at everybody. It's this targeted at the select few individuals who are looking to make qualitative changes when you're not getting the outcomes that you want. And everybody else who is they're not interested in making qualitative changes, well listen, they would never even hear anything that I'm saying anyway. I might as well be speaking a different language because they're not even on the same wavelength of what I'm talking about. But you are. So my question is, how many people in life do you know who are like you? Is it most of the people you know, or is it only a few of the people who you know? I know the answer. You know the answer as well. Let's move on to point number two. Actually, let me tell you one more thing on point number one before we move on. When you're not getting the outcomes you want, again, you don't need more quantity. You need a different quality. And usually, here's a side note to what I told you here in point number one, we're still on the first point. Usually, you are unqualified to figure this change out on your own, because if you could figure it out on your own, then you may not have even gotten to the point that you were doing the thing that didn't work. You would have been doing the thing that does work from the beginning. This is why everybody needs a coach. All right. This is why I talk about why people need to have themselves a coach. I talk about in episode 2085, what the real job of a coach or a trainer actually is. I explain my coaching process in episode 2243. I told you why you need a coach in episode 2251. And I gave you four more reasons to hire a coach in episode 2270. So, I've talked about these things over and over. They're linked down below in the show notes to this episode, every episode that I just referenced. Let's move on to point number two, not before I step on the rest of my points. Topic here today again is why you should not try harder. Number two, most people's problem is not a lack of effort, though most people think that's their problem. Let me say this again. Most people's problem, and when I say most people, I'm talking about you two. Let's just say you. Let me not say most people. No, let's, let's personalize this. Your problem is not a lack of effort though many times when you're not getting the outcome you want, you think your problem is, well, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Often I have people reach out to me and they say they want to be coached or they want to be helped or they know they have a challenge. They know they're not getting the result that they want. And I ask them, well, usually I ask them some form of, before I even get into giving my diagnosis or prescription, I say, well, what do you think the problem is? What do you think the actual issue is that you have? Because often when people are looking for help, they think their problem is A, B, C, when their problem is actually D, E, and F. And myself as well. All right, this is why I'm not sitting here telling you that you need to hire a coach. If I don't go hire coaches, I hire coaches. I'm in three different coaching programs at this very moment that we speak. And I just paid for a thousand dollar ticket to a conference that i am going to in a couple of weeks. I go to these things and I invest in these things because the people at those events, it's not that they're necessarily smarter than me, is that they see things differently from how I see them. Those are people who I want to engage with because They will have solutions to issues that I would never have come up with with my own thinking. And this is fine because no human being is no perfectly in all knowing and all seeing and everything. That's why we all help each other. That's why human beings are social creatures so that we can help each other. Nobody is an island. So anyway, getting on to my point here, when people reach out to me, and I have a conversation with somebody and I ask them, what do you think your issue is? They'll give me some form of, I often hear, this is not every time, but often I hear some form of, I need to work harder. I need to be more disciplined. I need to be more focused. I need to be more motivated. I need to, you know, put more time in, et cetera, et cetera. Many people think their problem is something that they understand. See, all of those things that everybody understands, work hard, be disciplined, show up, be motivated, you know, be focused. All right, these things, most people think this is what their problem is. All right, yeah, Dre. So let me clear something up for all of you. All right, none of you, when I tell you that you need to hire a coach, it ain't because you need to work harder. You're not gonna pay somebody who's gonna just make you work harder. All right. Very rarely does that happen. All right. Any of you who works as a coach, have you ever had somebody hire you because the main reason they hired you because your presence is gonna make them work harder. No. Now they might say that. They might come there thinking that's what they need, but is that actually what they are paying for? Absolutely not. Because if that's all you need, like if I get on a phone call with, let's say I go to somebody, I say I need a coach, right? And I sit down with the person and I tell them all my issues and all my problems. And they say, all right, well, Dre, the main solution to your problem is you need to work harder. All right. I'm not paying somebody for that, right? Because I could do that by myself. Like, why would I pay somebody to work harder? I could figure that out on my own, right? If I hire a coach, I'm hiring the coach because the coach is going to give me some insights and some ideas and they're going to give me some observations and they're going to see some things that I would never have figured out by myself. That's what I'm paying for. I'm not paying for you to tell me something that I already understand that I already know, which is work harder, be more disciplined, show up more often. Often people come to me and initially this is what they think their challenge is. Well, it really, that was really your challenge. Well, I got 10,000, not 10,000, I probably got closer to 20,000 pieces of content on the internet completely for free. So if all you want to do is work harder, listen, let me refer you to my YouTube channel problem solved. I gave it to you for free. All right, That ain't what you're coming to me for. The problem is usually something that most people can't articulate and don't exactly understand exactly what their issue is, but that is the exact reason why coaching exists. A good coach should be showing you things that you didn't even know about in your first conversation, just so you all know, just to give you a litmus test and again, take that with you. Next conversation you have with a coach, consultant, trainer, whoever's going to help you out with whatever issue you're dealing with. This is an inaccurate formula, thinking that your problem is you're not working hard enough. This is the inaccurate formula that keeps many people stuck, because if you think your problem is I need to work harder, well, how are you going to solve that problem? I mean, if you have any level of personal initiative, what you're going to do is, OK, well, let me work harder now. now let me set my alarm clock an hour earlier. Let me you know, get myself hyped up and motivated. Let me listen to the Work When You Game podcast and get activated every day. And now what are you going to do? You're going to go out there and work harder. But here's the problem. You're going to work harder at things that got you to the position that you're in now and the things that you're doing right now don't work. So you're just going to get better at doing things that don't work. That's what happens. This is an inaccurate formula that keeps people stuck, thinking that the problem is one thing when it's actually another thing. This is why you need a coach. Okay. How many times do I? I I'm approaching this issue from so many different angles because I want you all to understand this because I, I'm trying to keep you all from being stuck or staying stuck. Some of you are stuck right now. I'm trying to keep you from staying stuck. Okay. In episode 2163, I told you the four worst inaccurate formulas that you have been taught. One of the most egregious, inaccurate formulas that we all get taught from kindergarten is hard work is the key to success. No, it is not. Hard work is an element of success. Everyone listening to me right now, who you consider yourself successful, you work hard. But hard work is not the reason that you're successful. It's a part of your success. It is not the reason for your success. You follow me? There's a difference between those. and The words matter. All right. So I pay very close attention to how I put words together. And I want you to make sure you got that exactly as I said. The problem that many people have, the real problem, the wrong problem is I need to work harder. Here's the real problem, is that you are putting effort, hard work or soft work, whether you're working hard or you're working a little bit on the wrong process. That's the problem, is that you're working any amount with zero to 100 on something that does not work. So it doesn't matter how hard you work because it ain't working. You're going to fail faster. The problem is failing fast is actually can be a good thing. It's kind of like I was just on Facebook ads platform before I started recording here today. And I put some ads out there, activated some advertisements. Some of them are going to work, some of them not going to work. And I want the ones that don't work to not work fast so I can get rid of them and try something different. The good thing for me is that if I realize that an advertisement is not working, I try something different. I know that that didn't work and I will literally try something different, a different approach. But what many people do in life is they can fail fast by working hard and not get the outcome that they want. But then they don't know, they don't have an idea what the next thing to do is. They don't know how to make a qualitative change. So what they do is make a quantitative change and they just keep failing over and over and over again. So basically you're ramming your head into the wall faster and faster and faster. So actually what happens to you is that you get a concussion faster. And where as someone who actually has the insight, if they were helping you, you would get to the outcome faster. So, the problem for many people is that you actually have the wrong process. You have the wrong approach. You need a qualitative change, but you are unqualified to identify what that change is. The problem gets compounded when you continue to put effort into a process that does not work, or you continue to have the wrong person in charge of figuring out the process. And usually, the worst person to be in charge of figuring out a new approach is the person who got you in the bad approach in the first place. And that person is usually you. Let me say that sentence one more time. The worst person to have in charge. Of fixing a non working approach is the person who got you into the non working approach in the first place. And that person is usually you. All right, this is why you need to have a coach. This is why you need to have a trainer. This is why you need to have someone who can help you do your thing better than you could help yourself do it. Now, yes, you're going to do the work either way, but you need someone who can see things you can't see. Insight. I talked about this in episode 1177. Insight is about asking the right questions, not having the right answers. Many of you are going through life looking for answers when what you need are better quality questions. You're not going to get better quality questions by yourself. This is why you use other people. You should use other people and be used by other people. Using people and being used by people are not negative things. Many of us have been socialized to think that is actually the opposite. When you're using and being used by other people, that means you are connected. You have a network. You have relationships. You are playing the game of politics the right way. Playing it the wrong way is when you don't know anybody. All right, nobody knows you, you know nobody, and you're doing everything by yourself. Problem is you're not smart enough at everything to do everything by yourself and do it well. You can do it, but you can't do it well. Got me? Everybody listen to me. Understand, you can't see yourself in the mirror. There are certain angles on you that you cannot see in the mirror. Why? Because your eyes are fixed at the front of your head, not the side of your head, not the back of your head. There are certain things you simply cannot see. And I mean this metaphorically and literally. When you are making mistakes in strategy and mistakes in approach, you're the least qualified person to figure it out. One reason is because you are emotionally attached to yourself and your actions, which you should be. So it's damn near impossible for you to be objective about yourself. Nobody can be objective about their self, 100% simply because you are you. The other reason that you're the least qualified is because of simple ignorance. Ignorance means you don't know and you don't know what you don't know. It's okay to be ignorant, folks. Ignorance is not necessarily a bad thing. Now, you don't be ignorant at the things that are most important in to your success right now, but it's okay to be ignorant. What's not okay is when you are ignorant of your ignorance means you don't know that you don't know in an area in which it's important that you do know. Everybody got what I said there? And when you realize that you're ignorant in an area, the first thing you need to do is solve that problem. And usually you're not qualified to solve it. This is why you go consult other individuals and other resources outside of your own brain. You get into serious trouble when you're ignorant of your own ignorance, because if you aren't aware that you don't know something, but you think you do know it, then what you do is go deeper and deeper into a hole that you shouldn't even be in in the first place until it's too late. You can't get out of it. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why you should not try harder. Number three, this concept of trying harder is introduced to people. Usually when you're doing something that's already, again, not working because if it was working, well, would you need to try harder? See, the thing that you're doing right now was working you wouldn't be telling yourself to try harder. Why would you need to try harder Or something that's already working? It's a good question, isn't it? Think about that a little bit. See, I'm going to change your mindset around this whole hard work thing. Hard work is a good thing, okay? I'm not saying hard work is a bad idea. I work hard too, but you got to know that you're working hard on things that actually work. When you realize that something is not working, do not try harder, folks. Here's what you should do instead. Here's your alternative. Stop working. Pause for a minute. Figure out why the thing you're doing is not working. And you may not be able to figure this out by yourself, but figure it out one way or another, whether you need to consult 10 people or two people or one person, figure out why the thing you're doing is not working, get rid of the thing that the parts that are causing it to not work, and then you need to come up with and implement a different approach. There you go right there. I just solved all your problems if you can do those. Now, those usually don't happen as quickly as I said them, but that is exactly what happens when someone is doing something that's not working and make a qualitative change and then things are working. And when I'm coaching somebody, this is pretty much what we do. See, I'm going to tell you the whole process again. All right, listen up. Something's not working. That's usually the situation the person's in before they come to me. Then they realize that I probably should stop trying harder at this and let me figure out what the real issue is and let me get this solved. All right, that's the idea that they must have in their mind. So any of you is ever going to be coached by me or if you are listening to this and you have been or you are being coached by me, this is a conversation you had to have with yourself before you even came to me because I can't make you come to me and want to be coached. All right, you have to choose. Right. So, again, this is an exceptional type of individual who even gets to the point that they're being coached by anybody in any area, even someone with a a personal trainer or a therapist. You have to decide in your own mind, you know what? Me doing this by myself is not working. Let me go consult someone who can help me make this thing work. And you have to have that conversation with yourself before you will go to anybody else who can actually help you. Isn't that true? I mean, I've never seen anybody get forced to hire a therapist or a personal trainer. Or go to a doctor or hire a nutritionist or sign up for coaching or buy a ticket to a conference. You have to talk to yourself first and say, you know what? Me doing this by myself ain't good enough. Let me go somewhere else where I can get some information and insight from somebody other than me. All right, you got to say that to you first. Okay. So here's my process. I'm going through the coaching process. First, you realize something's not working. That's you by yourself. Then you decide, you know what? Let me stop trying harder at this because that ain't good enough. That's also you talking to yourself. Next is now we got to figure out why this thing is not working. Now, this is when you start collaborating with another person. to Figure out why what you've been doing ain't working. Then we get rid of the old stuff. We come up with new stuff. All right, now this is the beginning of the coaching slash consulting slash expertise process. When you consult with someone who knows things and can see things that you don't see, and now they start helping you out in replacing the old stuff with the new stuff. Then you come up with a new approach that's going to be coming from the person that you consulted with, the person you brought in to help you, And now you apply the new approach and you get results. That's the entire coaching process. I just explained it to you right there. 90 seconds. Any of you who does any form of advertising, if you're running an ad and it's not working by your standards, whatever you consider to be working, do you try hard by putting more money into the ad? No, you probably don't do that. Any of you who runs ads, you're laughing at that, right? Because if you did that, that would be stupid because you would eventually go broke, right? You're running an ad that doesn't work. You're spending more money than you're making. Eventually, you can't keep doing that. What do you do? You probably stop that ad or adjust that ad significantly, and then you figure out a different approach. Magic formula to success, folks. Let's recap today's class, which is why you should not try harder. We have this culture in the United States, especially those of you who have grown up here been born and raised here, of hard work and motivational messages, because many people have been conditioned to believe that hard work is all you need in order to be successful. You do need hard work to be successful, but it's not the whole thing. It's kind of like you need water and baking soda to make a cake, but you can't just put water and baking soda in the oven and think that you're going to have a pineapple upside down cake pop out. It doesn't work like that. You need some other elements. So let's talk about what those are and what to do instead. Point number one, trying harder only produces more of what you are already getting. We are in a performance and a results based business. If you're not getting the results that you want, then don't try harder as something that is clearly not producing results. And usually you are unqualified to figure out what the change needs to be. This is why you need to invest in coaching. This is why you need to get other people on your team who can help you out and can see things that you can't see. People, listen, look at every high performing person, you know, they all are doing it. Uh, This is not a coincidence. Point number two, most people's problem in life is not a lack of effort, though many people think that that's their problem. This is an inaccurate formula that keeps a lot of people stuck because, again, we all have been raised on this, that just hard work, hard work, hard work. And then we see people spend their entire lives working hard at stuff, but they still don't have the outcomes that they want, even though they're doing all this hard work. That should lead you to asking some questions. That should lead to some insights. And remember, insights are not answers, folks. Insights are questions. One reason that you are unqualified to help yourself is because you are emotionally attached to you. And it's going to be hard for you to push yourself to do stuff that you don't really want to do, especially if you're 28 or 38 or 57 and you've been doing things a certain way your entire life. Habits are hard to break especially when you had to do them by yourself, but you get somebody else on board, it'd be much easier to do it. This is just human nature. You get in serious trouble when you are ignorant of your own ignorance. It's not bad to be ignorant. It's just bad to not do anything about the ignorance when you don't even know that the ignorance is there. If you're unaware of what you don't know and you think you know something that you don't, what you do is go deeper and deeper into a hole that you eventually can't dig your way out of. Point number three, this concept of trying harder is introduced to people, usually when you're doing something that is already not working because if it was working, then whoever tells themselves to try harder or something is something that's working. Very rarely does that happen. So I'm going to change your mindset around this. When something is not working, don't try harder. Stop working on that thing, figure out why it's not working, get rid of the old thing, come up with some new stuff, and apply to new stuff. All right. That's basically what the entire training, coaching, consulting, expertise, not self help, but other people help industry is built on. That five step process that I just gave you right there. And if you are not engaged in that process right now, I guarantee you, you are leaving money, opportunity, and success on the table that you are not going to get to by yourself simply because you cannot see yourself in the mirror. But all that said, two things for you to do now. Number one, text me to get my daily motivation every day. My number is 305 384 6894. And number two, go to workonyourgame.net. That's where you can get access to my free training. It's about 28 minutes long. I just kind of uh, redid that training. So it's 28 minutes long as of this recording how to take your six-figure business to seven-figure level without running yourself into the ground in the process. It's a free training. Again, that's at workonyourgame.net. The link is down below in the description. Work on your game. Dre all day.